This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. Class is an important question when it comes to college education, period, because a lot of people, they would see don't go to college and they would think, but that is your ticket into the middle class. That is your ticket to upward mobility. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine, which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see Keltec's reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other Keltec weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I'm honored to be standing in the shadow of your amazing building. Do you think of the 10 homes Dr. Oz has has a union hall? across their home if you say See the highlights you think the word of steel worker what words come to your mind if you say steel workers of all the words that bring to your mind when you hear the word steel workers does the word pretty tanny come to your mind what no that's I know, not a word that's going to so come stupid. to my mind pretty is wrong with demanding for words an easy safe kind of their income what in the what (laughs) those are the hits guys i don't i totally don't it's all right uh welcome back to the show dana last year it's funny i'm laughing because if you're running for public office don't sit here and expect you know what be if you're gonna act like a tough guy then tough guys get tough guy criticism when they run for public office and if you sound like a moron i'm gonna laugh at you because it's my duty as an american that's literally what this country is built on our press literally ben franklin they got started ridiculing and making fun of everybody i continue that great tradition here on this program so Welcome back to the show. That was John Fetterman at a campaign event. Was it yesterday? Day before yesterday? I think that was yesterday. That? No. He is a professional man of leisure. Man of leisure. I, this is, I like how he thinks the common man. He tries to, he he's cosplays as a common man. And he's not. He's like, so do you think that Oz has a, the union hall across from his home like what is this what (laughs) so listen mr fetterman when you're speaking publicly i got a great public speaking trick for you great thanks what is it well just random words just you know bring it up like it's a question and then shout them (laughs) i mean you know steel workers crudite what this guy cosplays this is the senate race in pennsylvania 
You have, a, you have a, yes, you have, I think Oz is a weird candidate, and I just, I think it was a bad choice, but it's who you got. You either have that, or you got the guy who's cosplaying as the common man, who got in trouble for not paying his taxes, who lived off his parents, legit until he was 53, only worked for barely two years in the private sector with an insurance agent, didn't his dad arrange that or something, and d- lives in a bougie loft that he didn't even really buy. Oh, yeah, so he could say that he bought it. It was, you know, an expensive loft, and he bought it for a dollar from his sister. His sister actually owns it. Must be nice, because, you know, that's what the common man does. The common man gets up in the loft that his sister purchased, and he stretches knowing that his entire existence up until this point has been subsidized by his parents. That's the common man. He cosplays as the common man, and he thinks that if I wear hoodies everywhere, I look more common, because that's what common men wear is hoodies. It's what they wear, the common men. It's just insulting. You know, he did this uh, whole ad thing with Levi's. Did you hear about that? I wrote about it if you get the newsletter. He acted like, uh, because he got, he ended up going from mayor and then he somehow became lieutenant governor. I don't even know. Nobody knows what those people do. Let's be real. Like what? And then he's, he now wants to, you know, he thinks he's going to be senator. He's actually leading in the polls, which I don't know. But Levi's came and they said, oh, because he plays a tough guy. He acts like he's hard, right? He's, I'm the guy who grabbed a shotgun and chased down a black jogger because I heard gunshots. Figured the black guy must have done it. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. Let's be real. Democrats normally would be outraged, but it was a Demo- another Democrat, so it was okay, right? It's like if the McMichaels and the Aubrey case, if they could prove that they were Democrats, I'm pretty sure that the Democrat Party, much in the way that John Fetterman ran down a random jogger with a shotgun, the jogger says held him at gunpoint. Pretty sure that, you know, they would have they would have probably received that differently. I mean, I'm just going by their history here. But he's. This he did this thing with Levi's. They came in. They thought they thought, oh, this is great. We can show the forgotten working man. You know, you play a tough guy. Let's do a whole ad. And they came in and they did poverty chic. And they had a bunch of uh, they I like I guess they hired some models and they came in and they, he got a lot of criticism for it because it was basically something of this ad campaign that was glorifying him off the backs of working people in Pennsylvania and nothing ever came of it. And the way that he tried to spin it was that, oh yeah, this they're going to talk about the businesses here in Pennsylvania and their commercial. They showed some stuff in the back. I mean, he got a lot of criticism for it. He's just, I just, he's, this guy is literally, he does nothing. What does he do? And he's, in Pennsylvania, it is a weird race. I've never, you have this guy who also can't campaign, and then you have Dr. Oz, who is the worst campaigner I've ever seen. So bad, you almost have to go, is this on purpose? Did you see the fight that they had on Twitter uh, the other day? Oh my gosh. This wasn't even over the crudite thing, which was so stupid. They were talking about inflation, and John Fetterman's like, wait a minute. He said crudite. That just shows you how out of touch Fetterman is. He wasn't outraged over the increase in cost of all the groceries being discussed. Someone used the word crudite. And he, sitting in his bougie-ass loft, was outraged. Let me go put on my cosplaying everyman hoodie and go and lecture people about using words when veggie tray will suffice. So, I don't... They were going back and forth at each other. 
Fetterman was making fun of Oz because Oz has a lot of houses or something and he's he's successful. And he said, you're really from New Jersey. And he's been making fun of him and all this. And then Oz came back and said, well, maybe if you would have eaten more vegetables, you wouldn't have had a stroke. He said this on Twitter. And Fetterman, you know, because they're they've been such a tough guy and they've been they've been railing on Oz. And he's been he they suddenly they wanted to pretend to be victims. Wait a minute now. Wait a second. That went too far. It didn't, though. You just didn't like it. You, you don't get to do that now. You don't get to change rules mid game. That's not how this works. No. They've been so nasty up until this whole point. But this that golly. That race is is ridiculous. People are getting mad at Mitch McConnell when because he apparently doesn't want anything to do with it. But I got to be real with you. It's it's Rick Scott who's at NRSC. Get mad at him. But also, would you want anything to do with this race? Let's be real. Would you? I don't even think voters want anything to do with it. Pennsylvania Republicans are like, oh, damn. What? You guys got to do it, though. I mean, do you want to control the Senate or not? I know. I know. But you got to go to battle with what you got. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I, I do feel... I, Golly, this is crazy. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at mantisx.com. That's MantisX.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So in San Francisco, a restaurant owner is livid because the city has been fining him for the constant graffiti that other people are putting up on his business. I, yeah, he's he's the owner of the soon-to-open Galviet Kitchen in Inner Sunset. He told NBC's Bay Area that he's, the NBC Bay Area, that he's tired of his restaurant targeted by vandals and having to repeatedly paint over their graffiti. And then after his restaurant was tagged the last time, it came with a violation notice from San Francisco Department of Public Works. They said he had to clean up the graffiti in 30 days or face a $362 fine. So he says he can't even count how many times his business has been tagged. And he said that the Public Works Department, which is true, they don't enforce graffiti code violations. They stopped doing that during the pandemic. However, they claimed that the enforcement resumed last week after a two-year hiatus. But they said that, well, you know, it's properties that are, you know, they can they can apply for a hardship if they're repeatedly hit. Yeah, you know what? Shut up. You guys, you guys made this. You guys made this mess, and you're going to keep finding this guy. This is crazy. Michigan dog owners are warned to keep their pets at home after dozens, mostly puppies die of a mystery illness that has left pets vets puzzled 
It says that they uh, have problems evacuating their bowels and they are vomiting and they say it's, it's similar to the uh, parvovirus and they're encouraging this because there's like 30 puppies uh, that have died, died in Clare County alone from this. So they said that they, uh, most of them are puppies, but they said that they're, they're dying because of this mystery illness. It's horrifying. Golly. Uh, also, this... Some of the grossest things I've ever seen. A Yankees fan drank his beer through a makeshift hot dog straw. And it's divided the media. Divided how? People who think it's gross and people who think it's grosser. I mean, I don't know like how you can be divided. All right. So I, got, I saw this. I got a couple of things. This is a, a survey that came out. Daily Wire posted this. It's an NBC News Generation Labs poll. They surveyed 1,077 sophomore college students on numerous political topics. And among the questions that one revealed, 62% of college Democrats would probably not or definitely not choose to room with someone who supported the opposing presidential candidate in 2020. Sorry for your small, tiny minds. That's ridiculous. Says one 18-year-old college student uh, at Siena College, golly, you can tell her parents are hippies. She said, I could never live with someone who supported a racist, homophobic, xenophobic, and sexist person. She was talking about Trump, the guy who had like more gay people in his cabinet than anybody else and tons of women and, you know, whatever. She just believes whatever she's told to believe. All these content creators, they just open up the top of their brains and Legacy Press just like spoon feeds them whatever the hell they make McNuggets out of. That's all it is. Right into their, they, that's the content. That's their content quality. Right into that. And they just repeat this stuff over and over again. 28% of college Republicans, less than half of that, said that they would refuse to room with someone who voted Democrat. And then when they were surveying some Republicans, one 19-year-old said he could easily room with a Biden voter. He goes, a person's political views don't affect whether or not I have a friendship or relationship with them. I don't let that affect our friendship. I approach things like that in my life. Not everybody that I know in my life does, though. That's not my problem. It's theirs. That's just lame, though. Your you're, People are raising their kids to be bigots. Wait a minute. But MSMC said that he was a racist. He must be a racist. It's it's like, um, what is it, the Mean Girls scene? Where the one girl said, I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I got army pants and flip-flops. That's what these people are. I saw mainstream media say that he was xenophobic and racist, so I believe he's xenophobic and racist. <laughs> It's the same thing. <laughs> same thing. <sighs> they said a vast majority of t- college Democrat voters also don't want Biden to run again. 73%. And they don't want him running again in 2024. Interesting. That's most Democrats. But how narrow-minded is that? Man, it, I feel bad for the way that some of these parents have raised some of these kids in college. I can't, I just can't stand. And you always know who they are, right? You know, you for that you always know like the parents that are super political, and they and they they raise their kids to be like that because they're the annoying parents. You know what I mean? It's it's I I just 
I don't know. We've thankfully my kids have always had some really good friends and their parents have been have been cool because I just don't have I don't have the temperament or tolerance for that kind of stuff. I don't. It's petty and it's stupid. And to see people carry that into their personal lives because they stop looking at people as people and they only look at them as political issues. You know, you're just robbing yourself and you deserve it. That's your punishment. You deserve it. You deserve to be robbed of, of, of broadening your horizons and knowing people who think differently from you. I think it's so sickeningly sad and disturbing when people only want to be around other individuals that confirm their beliefs. That just shows how insecure you are. It's such a symptom of insecurity. So I, I'd sad, sad all around. Interestingly enough, there's a morning consult survey that came out. It said America has become less liberal, but not necessarily more conservative. Now, I was reading this. I don't know if a lot of people understand what conservative is, because I don't view conservative as being the same thing as Republican. I am conservative, not Republican, and I am ideological and not political. And I think that some people don't understand conservatives. We see ourselves as being more sensible than Republicans. Republicans like government to make things fair when they the party anyway. They'll appeal to the government to make things fair when they feel when they want to fast track something and they don't want to put the time into massaging the culture to do it themselves. They'll just appeal to government to do it. Right. There's been a, there's a number of big government Uh, appeals and proposals that they've done in the past i mean look at you know during the bush administration but conservatives they want really want to be left alone they really do and then i i think they're a little bit more tocqueville than republicans are but everybody works together under their grand big tent but they did say in the survey they said america's ideology is definitely changing And there's an increase in the number of Americans who identify as moderates now. A lot of people used to identify themselves as either very liberal or liberal. I don't even think that that word's not even actually used correctly. Reagan kind of made that a pejorative during his term. And then they changed it to progressive. I mean, it really should be progressive, not so much liberal. I mean, ultimately, I think it's to be socialist. You can have Democrats and then you have socialists because I don't believe in progressive. Progressive sounds like it's. You know, a more left of Democrats, but not socialists. That's BS. It's you, just like you can't be a little bit socialist. You can't, be, you, you can't be a little bit pregnant. You can't be a little bit socialist. But there is, they said the data paints a picture of asymmetrical polarization because Democrat voters, it's not really Republicans. Democrat voters, by and large, are the ones that are becoming more moderate. Interesting. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> It's time for Florida Man. Man, this this guy wanted it his way and then some. Actually, that's Burger King. Is that Burger King's yeah, thing? So. Do they? What is what is Taco Bell's? Does it still run for the border? No, I, I'm sure, pretty sure is it's it probably done? like racist or something. I'm not sure what it is now. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody cares. I'm just <laughs> waiting until you hear the update to the student loan thing I got for you. Uh, so from Channel 8 News, a naked St. Pete man crawled through a Taco Bell drive through window, said police. Oh, for the love. That's so gross. Christopher Verstratton crawled through the drive through window of a Taco Bell, all while totally naked. Any KKID. Then he laid on the kitchen floor, refusing to leave. He was arrested shortly after on a charge of exposure of sexual organs. 
Oh man, you're gonna have to wipe that whole drive-thru window down now. That's so nasty. That's super nasty, man. Oh, dude. Uh, a ma- Florida man was arrested after stealing and drinking vodka at Walmart, and he looks like he's having a ball too. By the way, in his uh, in his mugshot, it's actually kind of hysterical. He, forty-two-year-old uh, man, was arrested at the Walmart in Sebastian for shoplifting and disorderly conduct. Sebastian Police Department got the call Friday. A guy was drinking Smirnoff ice and stealing merchandise in the store. He didn't even care. He's walking around with a six-pack of vodka beverages. And uh, James John Perez, he was up from L.A. originally, now in Florida. He was arrested, and uh, they got socks from him, McCormick vodka, scissors, and a pocket knife. And he's totally in jail now. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. Class is an important question when it comes to college education, period, because a lot of people, they would see don't go to college and they would think, but that is your ticket into the middle class. That's your, that is your ticket to upward mobility. That is how in America you become successful. You work really hard and you get into college and then you work hard in college and get a job. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.